Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our ID. PTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championship. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your room for your next visit to Santa Anita. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy with Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cow bread. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selection from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. 
and by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm Bob Ike. I'll be joined by John Lindo in just one second. And we are live from the Lindo Loft this uh, this glorious Saturday. John, thank you for having me in. Uh, let's just kind of go through what we have going on around the country today. First post at Santa Anita, 1 o'clock for a nine-race card. The feature goes all the way at the end. That's the mile-and-a-half San Luis Ray. Mile and a half on the turf, a field of eight. The morning line favorite in there is Awfully Naughty at eight to five. Belmont Park, an 11 race card today with a grade one. That's the Man of War. Also the Peter Pan that day and the Run Happy. So a real good card at Belmont Park. Gulfstream has a 10 race card. They'll be underway shortly. A couple two-year-old stakes races going five furlongs on the turf. And Churchill Downs, 11 races today. The feature is the 10th, the William Walker, five and a half on the turf. For three-year-olds, John Lindo, we are the week between Derby and Preakness, but still lots going on as always. Thank you for uh, hosting today. Oh, Good morning, Bob. I tell you what, you're right. Uh, a lot happening. A lot happened during the last part of Derby week, and uh, some some fallout from that going into Preakness, so a lot to cover here. Where do you want to go first? Well, let's start with the Derby. Uh, last Saturday, uh, we had a lot of scratches leading in, but we still had that field of uh, 18 going, and I thought the top three ran really well, John. Mage, the winner, two fills, I thought ran a huge second. The horse I liked, Angel of Empire, closed well to be third. Uh, let's start with the winner, John Mage, who, if you watch the tape, he did not break again. That's the third straight time he has come out of the gate slowly. He came from far back. I'm not sure any of us anticipated the wicked pace that would develop up front. I know you and I thought it might be a moderate pace, and that certainly helped Mage. He got a clean trip after the break and, and got the money. Right, only three starts going into, this, into the Derby, and uh, he had a reputation and down at Gulfstream Park of breaking slow which is usually a death knell and death call at uh, Churchill Downs in the Derby, and he did it again. He didn't break. He was, you know, 15th or 16th early, way, way back in the Derby. But I tell you what, uh, Bob, for a Kentucky Derby with 18 horses, this was a remarkably clean race. Uh, the two-speed horses drawn on the far outside, Cyclone Mischief and the Japanese horse Dermasota Gaki, they didn't break. So that you didn't have that wash of speed horses coming over, dropping in front of the speed, and kind of shuffling everybody back. As a result, it was a very clean race for a field of this size. Javier Castellano did a terrific job settling Mage early, finding a spot a few lanes off the rail. He never got stopped, loomed up, and he had to, he had to work to get by two fills who ran an incredible race, sticking close to that hot pace. Had to move early around the turn along the rail to get through and get a spot. He opened up, turned it for home. And when Mage came to him, you, know, you thought, well, that's that. But uh, two fills really fought back and just got run down a little bit late. But a terrific effort by him. And Angel of Empire, again, no, no excuse, outrun early, had a clear path, kept grinding and grinding. And he was getting to the top too late, but it was just too late. Overall, I'm not going to make a lot of excuses. I did think the Japanese horse was, was hurt by the slow start. Mm-hmm. But in general, a very clean race, a big buyer speed figure. Mage got a 105 buyer speed figure for his win. He will show up in the Preakness, as will a couple of others. Uh, Disarm will go uh, in the Preakness as of right now. And so will Confidence Game, who was was well beaten in the race. The other horses, including the four horses from Brad Cox, will not run in the Preakness. He'll have a different shooter in there 
in first mission. So Javier Castellano wins his first derby of his career. Uh, uh, the George Wolf Award winner this year recognized as just a great guy by everybody in the industry. So happy to see him uh, get that first derby win after the great career he's had. Right. He doesn't have to listen to it. I'm 0 for 15 That's in the right. derby anymore. He got that monkey off his back and a Hall of Fame career now capped off with a derby win. Congratulations to Javier Castellano. John, the pace came up rapid, and just like it did last year, setting it up for Rich Strike. I didn't see this coming, but, you know, two or three guys committed early. 22-1, 3 for the six furlongs. And two fills was right behind the leaders in that second flight. And if you look at all the other horses that were close, they were basically eased through the stretch. I mean, he ran an incredible race considering how close he was to that fast pace. He had had the huge win on the synthetic. Nobody knew if that number was real or not, but it certainly was, and I, I thought he ran a super race. Right. You know, the one thing we did talk about last week, Bob, the trainers with multiple horses, Todd Pletcher, he had Kings Barnes in there. He was in there to make sure that pace was legitimate for Tappet Trice. You know, and you had Brad Cox. He sent verifying from the inside. Right. He had Angel Empire in the race. He was going to make sure that pace was legitimate. So when you have a trainer with multiple horses, sometimes uh, you know, you've got to make sure that the race sets up for all your horses. And I think that's what created the fast pace. And Angel of Empire came from about as far back as Mage. He swung out wider into the stretch. And i got to tell you, John, at the eighth pole, I thought he was the winner. I thought he had that momentum going. Uh, not enough. He, he, he didn't close as fast as Mage, but he was gaining for second. Again, I just thought the top three ran a solid race, and like you said, I didn't see a lot of excuses for others in there. No, you know, and you have to give Mage credit. I mean, I thought he had a kind of a gut-wrenching win in the Florida Derby when he missed the break, came from dead last, ran by Forte, and then Forte came back and ran him down. And uh, this time, you know, coming off that race, I thought he might be a little bit flat. He moved forward again. Yes, this is he a, This is a good horse. And, he is. Yeah, we're going to find out how good in next week in the Preakness. Uh, again, there's only one horse that can win the Triple Crown this year, and that's Mage. I was really torn on him, John, because as a trip handicapper, you had to see how great he ran against Forte with right. the wide move. Yet I thought with only three races, this would be like Taba last year, a, a really talented horse, but he just hadn't had enough experience. That was my worry. Uh, dead wrong. He, he overcame it all, and he got the money, and uh, we'll see what he can do next week as we move to Pimlico. Uh, John, just let's talk about who might be going in the Preakness and a couple of the new shooters in there. You did mention the horses coming out of the Derby that are going to move forward, uh, and there are some new shooters who could pose a problem. Right. As of now, the three horses coming out of the Derby that are prob probable for the Preakness next Saturday, the Derby winner, Mage, Disarm for Steve Asmussen and Confidence Game for Keith Disarmo. The new shooters should include Blazing Sevens. This is a Chad Brown horse who's doing the same thing he did with early voting and won the Preakness last year by skipping the Derby and waiting for the Preakness. He did the same thing with Blazing Sevens. You have Chase the Chaos who, who qualified a, a fees paid berth by winning the race up at Golden Gate. So he's a, a Northern California shipper. You have Perform was being supplemented for $150,000 by the, by the connections of Shug McGahee trains. Bob Baffert is back in a Triple Crown race. He is scheduled to send out National Treasure today back to Pimlico. He is scheduled to run there in the Preakness. Red Route Run for, for uh, Steve Asmussen is scheduled to go. And uh, the, the new shooter that I, I think has the best chance, Brad Cox doesn't run any of his four horses back from the Derby, but he brings first mission to this race off a nice win in the uh, 
uh, Lexington Stakes at Keeneland. This horse is getting better and better, and uh, we're going to find out how good he is in the Preakness Stakes. Yeah, a very, very dangerous barn, obviously, uh, in these big races. Uh, John, one horse that won't be moving into the Preakness, uh, the horse who was scratched on game day, and he was the favorite going in, Forte, puts him on the vets list puts him ineligible to even if they wanted to come back in the Preakness. Right. Uh, Forte went through his morning jog, and we, we kind of talked about that on the show last Saturday. The vets at, uh, at Churchill Downs did not pass him. On, they jogged him up and down, didn't like the way he jogged. So they, he's, he was a vet scratch out of the race despite uh, trainer Todd Fletcher and, and Mike Propoli kind of you know pleading their case. They did not allow him to run. Because he was a vet scratch, he's on the list now for 14 days. He cannot work for 14 days, and he has to work to get off the list. He has to work a certain a certain time to get off that list, and then he has to uh, do a, a blood test to make sure everything is clean in the system, and then he can get off the list. So he won't have time to get out of that in time for the Preakness. We'll see if he shows up in the Belmont. That would be the next logical place, unless they get a prep race in before that. We're going to do, do a deeper dive on everything that happened Derby Week transparency and lack of with Jay Privman in our next segment. Uh, John, let's talk about penny breakage in Kentucky. You see those funny payoffs, $6.48, but you know what? It puts a lot of extra money in the betters' pockets. Yeah, it doesn't seem like much. You know, $6.14 instead of $6. Uh, the winner mage returned 32.42 to win, 14.58 instead of 14.40 to play, so you got all the breakage there. Mm-hmm. That breakage for Oaks and Derby Day altogether put a million dollars back into the the hands of the horse players on Oaks and Derby Day. It's a significant amount. Just the win place and show pools from the Derby itself put $318,000 back into the horse players' pockets. That's why it's important when you you get these benefits and the penny breakage works for me all the time as a horse player. Absolutely. Love it. Uh, John, uh, racing, as we know, each week uh, it's like a segment of As the World Turns, (laughs) and uh, we saw... The last year's winner, Rich Strike, Kentucky Derby winner, will have a new trainer. Uh, there's a little bit of friction between Eric Reed and the owner over a, uh, appears a documentary is coming out on the horse. Eric Reed chose the documentary. The owner chose a new trainer for Rich Strike. <laughs> it never ends. The 2020, uh, yeah, the 2022, I guess I have to think of the year now for, for last year, the Rich Strike won the Derby. Uh, again, he, he was up the track in the Ali Sheba on the undercard at Churchill Downs over the weekend, but it was announced this week that uh, Eric Reed has resigned as the trainer of Kentucky Derby winner Rich Strike. There's a media deal that's being put together. Apparently, Omaha Productions, which is owned by uh, Peyton Manning, the NFL uh, quarterback, they're going to do a documentary on Reed and Rich Strike, but uh, you know, Rich, Rich Strike's owner, Rick Dawson, has has a trademark on Rich Strike and the merchandise and everything that goes around it. So there's controversy around that. So I guess apparently the owner said, well, choose the horse or the movie, and uh, Eric Reed chose the movie. And and not coincidentally, after the way the horse ran <laughs> on Derby Undercard, uh, he thinks there may be, maybe there's more money in the movie than there is left so, in Rich Strike. Yeah, so Rich, yeah, Rick, Rick Dawson had eight horses with Eric Reed all being moved. No trainer listed yet. For Rich Strike. Well, John, we both did seminars on Friday and, and got good turnouts. You were at the South Point. I was at the Rampart. Uh, you stuck around there on Derby Day. The viewing party at the South Point was tremendous. The upstairs ballroom had a 1,000 people.
people. So a lot of interest uh, in the big days of horse racing, and uh, you guys did it right there. So uh, first of all, just tell us how the atmosphere, and uh, and then we'll get a pick from you brought to you to everyone from the South Point. It, it was fantastic for a couple of reasons. Number one, you had a thousand people show up for a viewing party, and credit to the South Point. I think uh, you know a, a hot dog was two bucks up there, a beer was three bucks. They didn't gouge the people. You got them up there. You had a good time, and that's why they keep coming back. You do these things, and you create a fan base and, and create a loyal fan base. And I, I love doing that just because you see a lot of smiling faces in places like that. Steve Johnson doing a great job there as the uh, race book manager at the South Point. We'll get that number out in a minute. But, uh, John, your selections uh, with the Lindo Report available at today's Racing Digest and free to all customers at the South Point. You gave us Bellotti last week, very nicely uh, done at Santa Anita, John, 1420. Where do you want to go for your radio selection today? I'll go seventh race at Santa Anita today. Number four, man overboard, comes in off a maiden win at Sunland Park, overcame trouble that day, finished well out of a mare that has produced nothing but turf, and uh, switches to the grass today, drops in with Calbreds. And the 8-1 to one on the morning line, I don't think this horse is overmatched coming into Southern California. Number four, man overboard, race seven at Santa Anita. And, Bob, I know you did a little homework on the Belmont Park card today, and you wanted to make a play at Belmont Park. Yeah, I do. And uh, I will be putting out a sheet again next Saturday for the Preakness uh, card there at Pemlico. Three best plays. And then I'll put together, uh, obviously, the Preakness picks and a pick five. So that will be available next Saturday. For today, no sheet uh, this weekend in Southern California, but I do like a horse running at Belmont Park, and it's race seven. They've got a couple pick fives, three of them actually today, John, and and uh, around their stakes races, there's a pick five on races four through eight that I'm going to be interested in. And I'm going to go to race number seven today at Belmont. It's a maiden 40 for uh, New York breads going a mile and a 16th on the turf course, and it's a wide-open-looking race on paper, but the more I dug in, the more I like number seven, Tunnel Vision for trainer Mike Maker. Uh, this is a horse who was claimed for 40 a couple starts back. Then he lost the rider in his next start. Then he went on dirt and showed speed and faded. Now he drops back for 40, gets Lasix for the first time. His damn R.Y. Squadron won two races for Chad Brown on the turf. So uh, this Colt has some turf pedigree. I think he's the clear speed in the race. And with Giroux aboard, I think he makes the lead. Getting LASIK should be very beneficial. So Belmont Park, race seven, number seven, Tunnel Vision at eight to one uh, to get all the money, John, on the front end. So let's go ahead and take our first time out. And when we come back, Bob Mazursky and, as I mentioned, Jay Privman's going to bring us up to speed on a, a deeper dive into Derby Week. That'll be in the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. I just called to say I love you. I just called to say how much I Angels Radio, AM 830. Racing fans, join us for great racing and good times this weekend at Spectacular Santa Anita. This Sunday is Mother's Day, so why not bring Mom out for a Mother's Day buffet package in our Front Runner restaurant or trackside dining area. Additionally, we've got a Mother's Day party in the chandelier room 
visit our website for details. Bring the family on any Saturday or Sunday throughout our current Hollywood meet for our infield family fun zone that features pony rides, inflatable jumpers, and more. Don't forget on all Fridays, we offer free parking and admission as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And fans with the Kentucky Derby behind us, join us for the middle jewel in racing's Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes, next Saturday, May 20th from Baltimore, Maryland. Gates will open early at 7.15. Join us on track any weekend and check out our Golden Road Club on the Grandstand main floor near Serona Sports Bar. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition Bob Ike and John Lindo. And before we bring in Bob Mazursky, John, let's talk about Cowbred of the Week. And it seems like Eric Krulljak trains a lot of these cowbreds of the week for us. You can ask Eric Krujak if it pays to own a cowbred. This week's cowbred of the week, one in Vermilion, who won the $100,000 Lazaro Barrera Stakes last Saturday. He's by Army Mule out of the Any Given Saturday Mare Given Star. Uh, was bred by Richard Barton Enterprises, owned by Jonathan Coleman, and again, trained by Eric Krujak. 
He now has four wins, uh, one in Vermillion. All wins have come in stakes races, seven are overall starts, and that winner's share of $60,000 puts his career earnings over $242,000. One in Vermillion, this week's Calbred of the Week. Want to get the number out for the South Point as well. We mentioned the great job Steve Johnson's doing up there, and if you want to get up maybe for the Preakness next week, uh, give him a call. And tell them you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred LA and get the horse players rate. Their toll-free number at the South Point, 866-780-7223, and ask for Steve Johnson. All right, let's bring in Bob Mazursky, one of our regulars, a handicaps for the Southern California Newspaper Group, as well as today's RacingDigest.com. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing well. Uh, the first thing we wanted you to do is take a look at the feature at Santa Anita today, race number nine, the San Luis Ray. How'd you see it, Bob? Well, I think awfully naughty's the horse to beat. You know, he came back off the layup. He scored an upset in the Charlie Whittingham. Uh, he was beating the nose at this distance last year at Keeneland, so we know he can run this far. I think he'll be tough to beat right back. Not quite the price he was last time. The other horse I thought was kind of intriguing was Planetario. He's coming off a long layoff for Richard Mandela, but he was a great a group one winner in Brazil at this distance, so I think he might be the upsetter if there's going to be somebody that knocks off awfully naughty. And, Bob, uh, we have to get a radio selection from you. Uh, who do you like today at Santa Anita for your radio play? Well, John, I'm going to go to the same race you like. I just like a different horse in there. I like uh, the Irish royalty, the horse coming from Golden Gate for uh, Reed France in race seven, the six horse. I the horse won first off the claim for a Reed France on the Tapita service up there. He's by Grayson, and those horses seem to run on anything. I like the fact that he's bringing him down here. He's claiming for 12-5. He's in 50 today, so I think that's a positive move. So I think he can win right back. I think he's an improving horse. So I like number six, Irish Royalty in race seven. Four to one for Bob Mazursky and Irish Royalty. You guys have a nice exacta to put together there, John. Yeah, that, that would be nice. Uh, very good, Bob. Well, we'll let you go next Saturday. We're going to want to get your Preakness pick and uh, as well as the Santa Anita play. Good luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you then. And to you guys. Take care. Okay, that was Bob Mazursky again. All the handicappers available at todaysracingdigest.com. Uh, John, today we do not have Bruce Finkelstein or Scott Shapiro. They have the day off. Uh, we're going to get a pick, at least from Shapiro, at the end of this segment. Uh, let's bring in Jay Privman now. Uh, Jay was back in Kentucky not to watch the Derby, but uh, for other festivities. Good morning, Jay. Hey, Bob. Hey, John. How are you? We're doing well. Um, we, as we talked about in the first segment, I think Derby Week was kind of a mixed bag. He had a lot of positives in 150000 on track, uh, record-breaking handle, and also uh, some not-so-positives. Jay, uh, seven fatalities leading up to and including Derby Day, uh, some some complete lack of transparency. So kind of take us through maybe, Jay, to start with the, the Forte medication positive going all the way back to the hopeful last September and kind of the situation around him. So so bring us up to speed on Forte and Todd Pletcher. So that uh, information came out after the derby had been run uh, a couple of days afterwards. Uh, but as you mentioned, it was the, the violation was eight months ago. Uh, there was nothing that was revealed publicly until after the Derby. Uh, it was leaked to Joe Drape. It, to me, was a very similar situation to what happened with uh, Bob Baffert's uh, situation with Justify, uh, something that had been kept under wraps uh, for months. And 
I just we've I've been on record on this show and will continue to be that this is unacceptable. Uh, these things should not come out months later like they have been, and they certainly shouldn't come out in the way they're coming out. They're, they're supposed to be coming out from the horse racing board uh, of the respective places where these things have happened, and then we'll see about it. Like in the instant, let's take Forte for example. You know, after this violation in the hopeful. Uh, he won the Breeders' Cup. He was voted an Eclipse Award. You know, I'm old enough to remember just a couple of years ago when there were a number of voters who were saying they're not voting for Medina Spirit or Bob Baffert because of uh, a violation in the Kentucky Derby. And now here's this situation. I wonder if they're going to handle things the same way. And the thing that one of the things that really bothers me about this is that in both cases, in the case of Medina Spirit and in the case of, of Forte, we're talking about overages of something that is legal to use on race day. And that is very different from what, for instance, uh, Jason Service and Jorge Navarro uh, have been uh, in trouble for, where they were clearly trying to use something illegal. And there's been a thing in this industry of conflating too much of something that's legal with something that is clearly illegal. And when you allow... You know, a reporter who fails to differentiate between those two, you're really going down a bad path here. And one of the biggest offenders to me has been the Jockey Club. Uh, they were very uh, benign in terms of their pushback on the differences between these two two things in, in trying to push HISA. And while you might agree with a lot of the overall things that HISA couldn't can apparently accomplish in terms of uniformity, and hopefully they will be able to do that. You know, the way we've gotten here has just been very uh, disconcerting. And, Jay, uh, you know, one other thing that reared its head as far as transparency goes last weekend, going into the Derby, you know, Kentucky, like California and everywhere else, has a vet's list of horses making the list, and uh, it was a very incomplete list of horses. Uh, the Brad Cox horses made the list, and it wasn't updated until right on top of the Derby, and all of a sudden you saw a couple of Todd Pletcher horses there. It makes for an incomplete reporting of the, of the facts going into a big race like the Derby. Well, exactly, John, and, and, and Forte, again, was right center uh, of that. Uh, the list that was put out by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission uh, in late April that hadn't been updated for about nine days uh, until two days before the Derby, as you mentioned, listed some of the Brad Cox horses, for instance. And, again, these are based on – there was no listing as to what why they were on the vets list, but based on the timetable of when they were put on and when they would come off, it appears that – these horses got legal injections, which is something you are allowed to do. It just has to be noted on a, on a vet's list. According to the updated list that the Horse Racing Commission put out a couple days before the Derby that then finally included Forte, he was on the same timetable as the, the Cox horses, for instance, that had been put on the vet's list. Again, it appeared that he got a legal injection. But the date on which Forte supposedly had gone on the list was exactly the same as the Cox horses, yet when the late April list came out, Forte's not on it, and then two days before the Derby, he's, he's suddenly on it. And there was another thing subsequent to the, the Derby, another updated list, where there was a horse listed as being uh, on the vet's list that Bob Baffert has. Well, first off, Baffert 
can't even train at Churchill Downs, as we know. He's barred from being there. And the horse that was on the list was was put on uh, after the horse was sold at Keeneland last month. So he obviously has a new trainer. Now, I don't think anything nefarious was done here, but it just it speaks to incompetence. It shouldn't be hard to update a vet's list to have the current trainer of the horse that's on the vet's list. And it's laughable when you see the name of a trainer who you everybody knows can't even train at that track being put on the list for a Churchill Downs vet list. So it's, it's just things like that that are just the, – the sport just shoots itself in the foot when you see things of that nature. Well, I was just going to say, Jay, and my, my last question is, will racing ever get it right, especially on the big days? We saw it with Breeders' Cup in modern games a couple years ago. We, we see it on Derby Week. Uh, you're retired now, but you still keep a, a, a keen watch on it. Will racing ever get it right? Uh, you know, based on past performances, I know which way I would wait. <laughs> you know, Jay, before I re- we I remain hopeful, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we, we pick up the PPs to try and figure out how things are going to play out, and the PPs on this uh, would lead you one direction, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Jay, before we let you go, on a positive bit of news, uh, you were back there at Old Friends uh, to have a street named after you. Privman's Pass is now uh, part of Old Friends in Kentucky. Uh, Dave Litfin and Bob Newmeyer, who are both unfortunately recently deceased, had uh, streets named after them. So uh, just real quick, Jay, what was that experience like? I know that place means a lot to you. Yeah, it's a great place. A lot of uh, familiar horse faces uh, there, most notably Silver Charm, and they do a, a function the day after the Derby every year, a big fundraiser, barbecue and all that, and so it was done in conjunction to that. It was just really a fun afternoon, and they caught a break on the weather. It was raining earlier in the day, but the afternoon was nice, and it was just great to be there, and it's a, it was a great honor that, as you mentioned, Bob, that place means a lot to me. I think they do a wonderful job there. And it was uh, it was pretty humbling to have something like that happen, and especially like you pointed out the uh, to have it done in conjunction with two people who I knew very well and worked with, Dave Litson at the Racing Forum and Bob Neumeyer with some of the television work I did. Excellent. Thanks for checking in, Jay. Uh, as always, we appreciate your insight, and uh, we'll talk again soon. All right, and uh, in- enjoy the bagels there, Bob. I will. Uh, the host, is a, he's a great host, i got to tell you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. See you soon. Yes. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Uh, John, before we take a break, Scott Shapiro, as we mentioned, can't be on the show, but he did text us a nice long shot play today at Churchill Downs. He did. Uh, Churchill already getting underway. Scott Shapiro's play at Churchill Downs today, fourth race today. Number two, Masterful Meg, 15-1 to one on the morning line. Chris Landeros aboard for Ian Wilkes. That's for Scott Shapiro, Twin Spires, fourth race. Number two, Masterful Meg, Churchill Downs. Very good. Let's take our time out. When we come back, John Hardoon, Toby Callett. That's the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Radio. AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m., 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. The best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Outstanding racing action is in store this weekend, led by night racing's best bets. The Los Alamitos Early and Late Pick 4s. Plus, our nighttime $2 Pick 6 continues to be a popular wager. Our total Pick 6 pool on January 7th was over $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. That's more money for you, the horse player, to win. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is also open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. Enjoy the racing action from Santa Anita, Golden Gate, Aqueduct, Oaklawn, and more. For reservations in the beautiful Vessels Club, call 714-820-2681. Or if you prefer, cheer on your next winner at Burgart Sports Bar, featuring 60 HD TVs, a full bar, and plenty of wagering windows for your convenience. The best of night racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And 
John, uh, let's get a word in about Le Meridian Hotel. If you're coming up to Santa Anita, it's just right across the street. Right. Big racing weekend, Memorial Day weekend at Santa Anita. If you're thinking of coming up for that weekend, give the Le Meridian Hotel a call. They're just a furlong east of Santa Anita, 130 West Huntington Drive, phone number 626-777-6699. Ask for the Thoroughbred LA rate or go to Marriott.com and you can book there. Use the code S. Nine four nine eight. That'll get you a fifteen percent discount as well. Let's bring in John Hardoon. John, good morning. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Good morning, John. Doing well. Uh, we were all sort of licking our wounds at Derby night dinner, but uh, it was great sitting next to you and catching up as always, John. Uh, uh, we had a lot of fun anyway and moved right on to the next day. So uh, it was great seeing you. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the Peter Pan at Belmont today. Goes as race number six. I know a horse that uh, your son and you are closely associated with, Slip Mahoney, is scratching to run at Monmouth. Still leaves the field of eight. John, what would you think of the Peter Pan? Yeah, well, uh, we scratched because Tox, who's trained both uh, Slip Mahoney and Bishop's Bay, says we can't beat Bishop's Bay. So <laughs> while we're sticking around, we went to Monmouth Club. But there's an interesting price horse in there. Number one, Arcan Jello. This horse ran huge last time out. Listen, if he runs anywhere near that race at 10 to 1, he's the right horse to be playing. But the non Bishop's Bay certainly the horse to beat. All right, so uh, John Hardoon looking at number one, as well as the favorite, Bishop's Bay, Arcandello, 10 to 1. Uh, John Hard- John Lindo, I know uh, you had a question for John Hardoon. Yeah, John, uh, you know, a familiar face is back in action at Belmont Park. How about Rick Dutra winning with his first starter at Belmont on his return after a 10-year suspension? Yeah, that was uh, uh, quite a scene in, in the uh, winter circle and in the paddock. Uh, one of his uh, all-time owners, uh, Sandy Goldfarb, playing the horse for him, uh, and he won that day. Then he ran another horse on Thursday, and he finished second. So two starts at the meet, a, a win and a second, uh, a nice way to come back after a long and uh, unfairly uh, suspension. No ring rust for Rick Dutro. He's jumped right back in, uh, John. Um, all right, John Hardoon, the Ragas and Sheets. Uh, tell us, first of all, what you have out today. I know you're covering uh, at least three tracks, John. Tell, tell us about it. That's it. We have uh, Churchill, Belmont, and San Anita selections. Uh, first of our two radio plays is going to come in the 10th race today at Belmont. And by the way, they have 11 races on uh, hand and full field, so it's a terrific betting card. Anyway, 10th race today, I left number six horse in here, free look. Three are affiliated from a Chad Brown barn. Last time I've seen at Tampa, I'm getting laces for the first time. She had all kinds of trouble in that race, ranking from an outside post. Manny Franco rides today, number six, free look. Seven or two on the morning line, wins today's 10th race, and it's um, on And where do you want to go for your second play, John? Let's go to Churchill, race number 10, five and a half furlongs on the turf in a terrific betting race here. I like the number one horse, Bill Creese. This is a uh, three-year-old uh, on the turf, five and a half furlongs. Bill Creese's uh, career debut was a run at Saratoga last year, five and a half furlongs sprinting on the turf. And this horse came from out of it, not an easy thing to do. He ran a big figure that day, makes his first start as a three-year-old. Number one, Gil Creese. Upsets and wins today's 10th race out of Churchill Downs. And tell us uh, what's available today at the website, John. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-N.com, three best plays, $10 full card, $25 today. Belmont, Churchill, 
Saturday to sew up shoes. Take the day off tomorrow. You get it. Uh, Mike's Mike's <laughs> preempted by the angels, so uh, you, you get a little extra time to handicap John, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. All right, that was John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. Let's bring in Toby Callett from tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Good morning, Toby. Hello, Bob. You know, you mentioned Mike Wilman. He's ruined me. It's Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. I never drank coffee in my life until like two months ago. I got a cup right now on, on my desk. I'm serious. Uh, this is not a shameless plug. I'm stone cold serious. I've tasted a few other coffees. Forget about it. They, they, don't, they don't even make the super sexy. Well, Toby's got the the coffee, uh, little coffee Jones now with uh, <laughs> Uncle Chemo's. Well, that's great to hear, it's and good stuff. Uh, and I know Mike's going to be listening, so uh, we'll pass that on as well. Well, uh, Toby, uh, one of your Gulfstream-based uh, horses, Mage, and trainer Gustavo Delgado got it done in the Derby. What'd you think? Well, it was it was an impressive effort, as you mentioned earlier on the broadcast. That you know you don't generally like horses that are. Uh, that are unseasoned. Uh, I fell into that trap last year and, uh, and paid the price. But uh, as one of those kinds of races where uh, I'm just glad that he's come out of the race well. Uh, you know, you know the way I feel about uh, the Derby and the Triple Crown. You know, three of 18 are, are moving on. I don't know what's going to happen to the other 15 down the road. But that's uh, another story for another day. Um, I look forward to Mage having that opportunity. Uh, there's a couple others in there that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be looking to, uh, to get in his way, to say the least. Yeah. And, Toby, you know, one other fallout from the Derby Week, uh, trainer Safi Joseph, uh, they, they, they suspended him indefinitely at Churchill Downs for a couple of horses that, you know, had uh, collapsed on the racetrack earlier in the week at Churchill Downs. So he was not allowed to enter or start any horses, but he is allowed to race at, at uh, Gulfstream Park right now. And he has a horse in the seventh race today, uh, so I'm just wondering. You know, he has Macho 45 in the seventh at Gulfstream Park. You, 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 we know from uh, living out here in Southern California, first racing is very, very, uh, you know, sensitive as far as the trainers, what's going on. So this would be an interesting story to follow. Well, there's also Mr. Peaks. Joseph has two in there, and there's only five left in the race. So he now has 40 percent. Uh, in this Rainbow Six uh, must give today, as the two Mr. Peaks and the five Macho 45. I'd have to think that uh, the you know the first racing gang, uh, if there's uh, anything that's that's found, uh, they'll they'll proceed accordingly. But so far, the only thing, and I'll make it real quick. I know you guys are short of time. The biggest injustice of all on Derby Week was the owner of the horse that they made scratch, uh, Peter Vesto. A uh, big, big, big supporter of the game, big supporter of charities. He chartered a plane, 18 people showed up, and they said, no more credentials for you, your horse is scrapped. How's that for a class act, boys? Yeah, that that one, uh, there was not exactly a lot of due process there, that's for sure, and we're going to see how that all plays out. Well, Toby, let's go ahead and uh, get a selection from you today from Gulfstream Park. Well, the fifth race starts off at uh, aforementioned uh, must give pick six, rainbow six. And in here, I like the six. His name is Small Reason. Small Reason made my horses to watch list in his last. Second back off the reclaim by you know, Shamir Mirage. Lionel Reyes takes the call. Ten on the morning line. I'll take half that price right now. Behind him, we're looking at the two. Here comes Bullet, the ten, uh, Revelid, and the one, Royal Kitten. Six, two, ten, one. I'm going to have fun today playing the Rainbow Six because it's all turf and all natural dirt. 
Very good. Toby Kellett, fifth race from Gulfstream. That's the sixth horse, and he's 10 to 1 on the morning line. Thank you, Toby. And uh, like Hardoon, you can enjoy tomorrow off. No radio with Mike Wilman. So uh, sip your uh, Uncle Chemos and enjoy the morning tomorrow. I'm almost out of it, but I'll have two cups tomorrow. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> All right, Toby. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Let's take our uh, final time out, John. And when we come back, Michael Rona, big weekend at Los Alamitos, and we want to spend some time with him. That'll be the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Angels Radio. AM 830. Racing fans, join us for great racing and good times this weekend at Spectacular Santa Anita. This Sunday is Mother's Day, so why not bring Mom out for a Mother's Day buffet package in our Front Runner restaurant or trackside dining area. Additionally, we've got a Mother's Day party in the Chandelier Room. Visit our website for details. Bring the family on any Saturday or Sunday throughout our current Hollywood meet for our infield family fun zone that features pony rides, inflatable jumpers, and more. Don't forget, on all Fridays, we offer free parking and admission, as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And fans with the Kentucky Derby behind us, join us for the middle jewel in racing's Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes, next Saturday, May 20th, from Baltimore, Maryland. Gates will open early at 715. Join us on track any weekend and check out our Golden Road Club on the Grandstand main floor near Serona Sports Bar. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. 
worry. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back. Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, John, before we bring in Michael real quick, let's mention a couple off-track sites. If you can't be live racing uh, at Santa Anita, there are a couple good options. It's about eight minutes to post time at Sammy's down there in Orange County where the 5 and 4 or 5 freeways meet. Remember, if you're playing that Rainbow Six, there's a $77,000 carryover today. If you play it at Sammy's and you're only the only winning ticket, you not only pick up that 77000 in the jackpot, Sammy's will cut you an extra check for $25,000. So if you're playing it, head down to Sammy's. And, Bob, your stomping grounds, the Derby Room up up uh, Fairplex Park, they're ready to go. Yeah, Derby Room's great. Uh, great customer service, food and beverage, uh, audio-visual. You get the whole works there. So uh, another great option if you can't be on track live. Well, let's bring in Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bob. How are you, mate? We're doing well, and we want to jump ahead a day because uh, no Mike Wilman tomorrow, so Orlando's not going to come on and talk about the kindergarten. So uh, let's start there. That's the biggie of the weekend. Goes as the 10th race tomorrow night, $275,000 plus. Uh, give us a little rundown on the Robert Adair kindergarten tomorrow night at Losell. Sure thing. Yeah, it's the first futurity for the two-year-olds of the season, grade two, 300 yards. And uh, the favourite is Racy Sweet Corona, number nine at five to two on Ed Burgart's morning line. For Jaime Gomez, who has trained a record eight winners of this race, and owners Dutch Masters three, who've had a record four winners. So certainly the owner and trainer stats are behind Racy Sweet Corona, who was the fastest qualifier as an odds-on dominant winner of his trial back on the 23rd of April. Uh, Heath Taylor, the AQHA champion trainer, has half the field, Bob. He saddles five runners, four of them owned by Keith Nellison. Three of those are by Nellison's sire, KVN Corona, who was the 2017 AQHA champion two-year-old cult. KVN Corona's making a big impression as a young sire. The uh, horse was named, by the way, for Kyle Van Noy, two-time Super Bowl winner with the New England Patriots, who's now with the San Diego Chargers. Van Noy resides in Newport Beach, and I'm told he might be at Los Alamitos tomorrow night. Three top chances sired by KVN Corona, who stands at Lazy E Ranch in Oklahoma, where his barn name is Kevin. Hence, a couple of these horses, Kevin's Knockout, and think again, Kev, carrying that moniker. Four of these horses for Heath Taylor and Keith Nellison are unbeaten, two for two. So there's a lot of depth in numbers and quality for champion trainer Heath Taylor. Lindolfo Diaz also has an unbeaten horse. He's lonesome. So there's five horses in the field of ten who are two for two. And I think a sneaky chance to knock them all out and give Ed Allred his first winner in this race is a horse called Just a Fooler, who's a maiden, but in my opinion should have beaten Kevin's knockout in the trial. To be honest, 
I thought that he'd be longer odds, but it's hard to put anything past morning line maker Ed Burgart, who has slotted just the fooler in as the five-to-one third wagering choice. But I, I think he's got a great chance. Thank you for that rundown, Michael. Again, that's tomorrow night, the 10th, the kindergarten uh, for the two-year-olds. And, John Lindo, you wanted to talk about tonight. Well, yeah, the stakes actually starts tonight. The 10th race tonight is the Dillingham, and you've got a rematch in here. He's chickless and uh, party prior, party politics, excuse me, in the Dillingham tonight. Yes, and throw in Mahomes' magic as well, John, because they ran 1-2-3 in the El Primero Del Año Derby in late March. Party politics was last year's champion two-year-old gelding and had won a pair of million-dollar futurities en route to earning that title. He was very unlucky in his trial to the El Primero del Año Derby. Then again, when beaten the neck in the final, he's, he's had very rough starts. He's recovered in fine fashion and charged home to be narrowly beaten. And he's the favourite here for the Dillingham tonight at 8-5. to five. He has been beaten at odds on in each of his last three starts, and he does need to get out of the gate in better order. Uh, the El Primero del Año Derby was upset by 17-1 winner He's Chickless, who breaks from the rail tonight. And Mahomes Magic is an underrated horse who was a long shot third in that race. So it's an excellent rematch of the trifecta horses from that derby. We also have the exacta horses from last year's Edberg Million Futurity, which was won by party politics. And the runner-up, Ainty Tempting, makes his seasonal debut tonight as the three-to-one second choice on Ed Bergart's morning line. Throw in the runner-up in the Winter Derby back in February, Good Wagon SA. And it is a very deep quality-laden, excellent stakes feature at 400 yards for the three-year-olds, the last of 10 tonight. Well, Michael, give us post time for tonight and tomorrow night, and then you continue on your role with Radio Winners. Last week it was Market Analyst at $7. We've got a couple minutes left, Michael, so post time and a selection, please. Certainly. Well, we kick off at 6 o'clock tonight and 5.30 tomorrow. Ten races set down for decision each card. And I'm going to try for a hat-trick of juvenile winners. I, uh, I've been lucky enough to go two for two with my two-year-old picks recently. In the sixth race, a 300-yard maiden for the juveniles. There's little between number one, Cheetah, and number four, five bar supreme on the morning line. I have a slight leaning towards the fractional second choice at two to one. Number four, five bar supreme. For Lindolfo Diaz and Jesus Ayala, I just mentioned them as having the unbeaten. He's lonesome in tomorrow night's kindergarten futurity. The Diaz barn going very strongly with the juveniles. And I like the improving pattern in the gateworks for five bar supreme. First time starter, but looks to have an excellent chance based on my review of the workouts, which are available for free, as, as well as the race replays at losalamitos.com. So let's try number four. Five bar supreme in race six. Excellent job, Michael. Have a great weekend, and uh, we will check in with you next Saturday. My absolute pleasure, as always. Good on you, mate. All right. That was Michael Rona and John Lindo. We're about out of time. Thank you again for hosting at Lindo's Loft. Uh, thank you to all of our guests. Leilani inside with her usual tremendous job. Remember, no Mike Willman tomorrow. So uh, listen today, though, for Andy Harris right after us, the SoCal Restaurant Show, Angels Baseball tomorrow. Uh, have a great weekend. We hope you cash some tickets and enjoy the racing. We will be back next Saturday 
right here on AM 830 KLAA. Have a good weekend.